There are times when it might feel aimless You can't see the places where you belong But you will find that there is a purpose It's been there within you Almost hearing It's like a symphony Just keep listening And pretty soon you'll start To figure out your heart Everyone plays a piece And there are melodies In each one of us Oh, it's Good morning. You are listening to A Mother's Yes, a pro-life show with a message of hope. God has a plan and will for our lives. Are we willing to say yes to God and trust in His ways? Today we are launching our radio show on the feast day of our beloved Pope John Paul II. He was an active advocate for rights of the unborn and said, If you want equal justice for all and true freedom, and lasting peace, then America, defend life. All the great causes that are yours today will have meaning only to the extent that you guarantee the right to life and protect that human person. So, Pope John Paul, today in your feast, we ask for your intercession that eyes will be open to the dignity of every human person, especially the most innocent and defenseless in the womb. We need the grace to be protectors, defenders, and lovers of the unborn lives. We also pray for your help in supporting the vulnerable mothers of the unborn, that they don't feel alone in their anxieties, but experience hope and love through a community of faith. Help us be that community. We also pray for mothers, fathers, and grandparents that have chose abortion, that they experience the healing mercy of God in the sacrament of confession and know in their hearts John 3:17, God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but to save the world through him. He loves us. St. John Paul, help us return Jesus' love through the perfect reflections of him in the world. And those are the pure and holy babies. So today we have a special guest with us on the phone. Her name is Eileen Smith. Her daughter died in 2007 from an abortion procedure. Laura was so beautiful. She was actually my brother's best friend and was over my house almost every day. She really lit up the room with her personality. She would walk right in and everyone would look at her and she would just radiate joy and smiles and laughter. And she's so missed. So thank you so much, Eileen, for coming on the show to share your story with us. You're welcome, Catherine. It's a pleasure and an honor and um, a privilege to be able to tell Laura's story, to keep her memory alive and also to spread the word of the evils of abortion and what it what it does besides kill babies. I mean, that's the biggest thing, obviously, that the babies are killed, but it's such a destructive force in our culture, in our homes, families, and schools, and we need to end abortion, and that's mm-hmm. my goal. Right. Well, thank you so much, and um, I just... Laura was over my house the night before she died. It was a Wednesday. 
and I didn't know she was pregnant at all, but I, she didn't seem her usual light up the room self. She was a little down. Uh, and then the very uh -huh. next day, it was September 13th. It was, I want to say a Thursday morning. She went in and had that abortion. Yes, it was. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us what happened that day? Well, as, as you said, Laura, Laura went in to have an abortion. She hardly told anyone she was pregnant. Of course, I didn't know she was pregnant. I didn't even know she was sexually active. Mm -hmm. But I got a phone call from her friend who went with her, and she was hysterically crying, gutter screaming, and I could only make out three words before she said, Laura, emergency room abortion mm. and not breathing and um i can i calmed the person down to find out it was karen she was at the hospital laura had just been transported there from the local abortion office doctor's office and um she was dead on arrival but karen wasn't told because she was next of kin they also tried for 45 minutes to revive her and couldn't because the doctor waited so long calling the emergency Wow. services but um so i got the doctor on the phone he was he had karen call me and uh, we we spoke and he told me everything he had done to laura for laura and at that time i didn't know she was dead i i thought she still had a fighting chance and i was still praying right. half listening to him half praying that god would help her and give her a chance and then he said two words that took the breath out of my lungs and he said She's gone, and ironically, that's why Laura died. The breath was taken out of her lungs also, mm -hmm. and that was because this doctor, this Harvard fellow, this ex-Bringham woman's uh, doctor, had Laura do it, gave Laura anesthesia with no oxygen. No, he had no crash cart. He didn't even notice she died during the procedure. Awesome. and went on to do another abortion and left a high school graduate. That was her level of education. He left a high school graduate with Laura to revive her. And uh, wow. she put a pulse oximeter on her, which is that little clothespin that goes on the finger, which should have been on Laura the whole time and wasn't because the doctor mm -hmm. was annoyed, annoyed at the noise it made. So wow. she put one pulse oximeter on her finger, and it flatlined, of course, because Laura was dead. And she was banging the machine and trying to get it to work and said, well, it must be broken. I know we have another one. Are you kidding me? I got the other one. I, no, no. It, it's it's so horrendous what happened. I didn't know it was that bad. Oh, my gosh. doctor's office. So she went and got the other pole socks and then her, hooked it up to Laura, oh. turned it on. And that was flatlining also. She was banging that around. That didn't work. So she went in to tell the doctor that she couldn't wake Laura up. Now, I don't know how long he waited. I don't know if he finished the abortion on the woman who was knocked out in the next room or he left her and came to wake up Laura. I do not know how much time passed, but almost too much time had passed already even before she went in there. But he came in. As I said, there was no oxygen. He didn't know what to do. He wasn't trained in life-saving. He, If he ever had it, he let it expire. Right. No one in the office was trained, which is a medical regulation. They all need to be trained in life-saving. He had no crash card. He was rummaging through cabinets and boxes looking for something to insert down her, uh, some kinds of tubes. He could pump air into her lungs. Mm -hmm. 
you got F, F, an, an EpiPen and and put it into her art directly. Mm. The EMTs, they said, they said they never saw anything like it. That that's a battlefield. That's what you do in the battlefield, but it never saw it done in in a medical situation. It was wow. so awful what he did. Uh, he was, time, I, I always say I think he called his lawyer before he called the EMTs. And by the time the EMTs got there, rigor mortis had started to set in. I don't know how long that takes, but way longer than it should, than oh they should have been gosh. called. And the room was so small, they literally had to carry Laura out and put her on the floor in the hallway to work on her. He worked in a closet. And um, he basically uh, practiced beyond third world medicine. I used to say he practiced third world medicine, but... People corrected me. He said, I did practice third world medicine, and they told me they would never do that. So this man um, <laughs> had a horrible setup. Uh, no no nurses, no anesthesiologists, no de- decent equipment in there. And it was all because of his greed, because the less he had to use for his abortions, the more money he made. So right, right. My daughter basically died because he was greedy. And... Uh, so that, and Laura died the same way Michael Jackson died from the drug propofol, uh-huh. which takes away your lungs. Your lungs are a muscle, and it just took away her, had she had been on oxygen, she would have lived, but uh, it took away her lungs, and in an unmonitored situation, it should never be given in a non-hospital setting, in a non-monitoring setting. Right. She was like and 90 she, pounds. He did all the above. I'm sorry. I said she was like 90 pounds on top of it, so who knows if he gave her the right amount? Yeah, she was. She was a size. She was a size zero. So he over her. Yeah, he gave her too much drugs. But you know, I said, why didn't he know she was dying? But this man deals in death. He kills every day. Several, several innocent babies every day. So you know, Laura was just one more on the list. You know, he mm-hmm. he didn't even recognize. He told me she was like waking up and coughing. Well. Now that I, I know the scenario, she was dying. That was her death rattle. And mm-hmm. he gave her more anesthesia <gasps> during the death rattle because he thought she was waking up. Oh. That's my opinion. Right. Oh, that's awful. And it, and it killed her. So obviously my opinion was correct. But then, then he tried to cover it up. He went to great lengths to cover it up. Well, after, after killing my daughter... He uh, wouldn't give me, give me the medical records uh, that I requested within the next couple of days because he was protecting her privacy. He made me go get a court order to get the medical records because I knew in my heart that he killed her and he was responsible. And and not just like an oops, like, you know, mistakes happen. I don't think doctors should be killed or sued every time a, do- a, a patient dies. Right. But when they do things purposely, when he practiced below standards, medic- that's, that's a crime. It's not a noose. It's not a mistake. It's a crime. My daughter is dead because he refused to practice the standard of medical care mm-hmm. that he should have been practicing. So to hide everything, he went and reorganized his office. He knocked the wall down. He created a beautiful state-of-the-art room <laughs> and brought in all the equipment he should have had and didn't and never never used it He could because the medical board was coming for a, I, I reported him to the medical board. I told them what happened. So they, they were going to do an inspection of the office. Well, he made a state-of-the-art office that was past any medical board inspection. Wow. And he had, and this really bothers me to this day, he had a local sheriff, two counties over, 
I think they were out of uh, New Bedford area, mm-hmm. come over and certify them all in life saving through the American Red Cross. Wow. You know, life saving uh, and backdate the certificate because none of them were certified as they should have been. Backdated the certificate to before my daughter died, and they knew there was a death in the office. They backdated them illegally, and then they marked them as a recertification instead of a first-time certification. Wait, who did that? The A sheriff. A, sh- a sheriff's deputy really? two counties over. And this sheriff was a female. This woman was friends with one of the employees, uh. and they brought her in to do this. And I reported that sheriff to her her head, the head sheriff in that county. Did she get in trouble? And he treated me awful. No, no. Oh. I almost got in trouble. The way he treated me, he was rude, he was arrogant. You know, he took the information. And then when weeks went by, and I never heard anything, and I called back to see what was going on. And he says, oh, we closed that long ago. We, there's, there was just a, a, you know, a mistake made, and we're not, we're not pursuing this. What's her name? You know? Her, uh, I don't think I can give you her name oh. to put on the air. It, you know, and uh, she was a female sheriff's deputy, and the and her the head sheriff, the head sheriff of that was one of the rudest people ever mm-hmm. to me after my daughter died. Right, right. That's awful. Covering for her deputy, but you know, I just had to keep pushing forward and and get what I could get and do what I could do, and that. You know, I still talk about it from time to time, hoping somebody in the audience will say, hey, that's not right. Hey, I have connections with this. I'm going to take care of it. Right. You know what I mean? We'll, we'll, we'll get justice here. Mm-hmm. But as of now, she has gotten away with it. Um, and what about the doctor? Did he get away with it? Uh, well, in my opinion, yes. But I'll tell you what happened to the doctor. You know, I moved up to Cape Cod from New Jersey the day my daughter died. The next, You know, the next day, I should say. And uh, I was there for eight months, and because no one, everybody that knew what happened to my daughter was lying mm. and not telling me the truth, which would have been the doctor. And um, he was the only one. Or was dead, and I didn't know who the assistant was at that time. And uh, I did, I did meet with the doctor ten days after Laura died, and I met him in the Boston Harbor Hotel. Wow. And when he said he would meet with me, but I was not allowed to bring my husband. I was infuriated. How dare he? Right. You know, he kills our daughter and then says my husband is not allowed to come. Of course, he probably feared for his life. You no, know, he probably was afraid. And uh, But still. He's a coward. I mean? uh, a ca- coward, exactly. And, more, and way more. Um, so I had a list. By that time, I had lists of questions to ask. And he showed me the medical records that he would not give me. He showed them to me. But mm. remember, he told me I had to go to court to get my, uh, you know, exec- executorship or whatever it was that would put me in control of large states so that I could get our medical records. Right, right. And so just, I was starting to tell you earlier in my heart, I really believe he was responsible and then Ace and showed me the records. I, I, I couldn't be convinced otherwise. And I said, it, it, maybe it was mother's intuition or maybe it was divine revelation. And I said, sometimes I think they're one and the same. Right. I think God gives that gift gift to mother, you know, mother's intuition for taking care of their children. God lets us know what we couldn't know on our own. And um, after interviewing him for an hour, I found out every answer he gave me was a lie upon my further investigation. But at that time, you know, when I was done talking to him, I prayed and I asked Mm -hmm. God if there's anything else I could say to him. 
if he, you know, God wanted me to say anything else. And out of my mouth came these words. I told the doctor, I said, the blood of my daughter is on your hands. The blood of my grandchild is on your hands. The blood of every life you have ever taken is on your hands. And one day you will stand before the creator and author and giver of life and answer to him for every life you've ever taken. So powerful. And he said, oh, Mrs. Smith. I, I, I know about, I know those Bible stories. I grew up around Presbyterian, and I, you know, I said this, well, you may know about him, but you don't know him because you couldn't do what you do. Right. So I just got this sense, you know, mother's intuition again, or divine revelation, mm-hmm. that he was going to stop doing, I, I, I had a knowing that he was going to stop doing abortion. And I thought he was going to get a conscience. I thought, he, you know, that maybe he would be traumatized by Laura's death like we were and say, I can't do this anymore. But right. that was not to be the case. Wow. One of the things I did, one of the three things I did, I immediately started a civil case, a criminal case, and a medical board case. And I went, I called the medical board and um, after researching everything that I knew happened, a timeline, the drugs that were used, the people that were there. and. And in the meantime, through the grace of God, this was a miracle, I got the cell phone number of the handholder who was with Laura when she died. Wow. And uh, when I called her, she said, thank God you called me. I have been, I've been wanting to talk to you, and I didn't know how to get a hold of you. Hmm. I got her cell phone number because she called the friend and said that Laura's stuff hmm. was at the office, and she wanted to come pick it up, but she called her on her cell phone. And that's how I got the cell phone number. And I expected her to hang up on me. I thought the, door, the, the doctor would be lawyered up, which he was, and would instruct all his employees not to talk to anybody, which they didn't, except for her, because she had a conscience. Wow. And uh, she felt horrible. And, uh, you know, she was holding Laura's hand as she died. And she knew that. And so she answered every question that I had asked the doctor, and I got a totally different answer. And now I knew the doctor was lying. I knew he was covering up. And why would a doctor cover up something if he had nothing to hide? Right. And I, I knew I had to see this to the end, to the doctor. Yes. As I said, I kept calling the district attorney. I kept visiting the district attorney. And I said, this man killed my daughter. And he, you know, um, this is very rare in judicial system for this situation for someone to come and say a doctor killed my daughter you know what I mean and just having a procedure right you know um Laura had an abortion and died but I was trying to tell the district attorney that it wasn't a noops it wasn't a medical mistake it wasn't something to put you know like he tried to blame Laura's death on Laura the doctor did and so he lied to the district attorney and um then, of course, doctors don't lie, so the DA believes the doctor. You know, he the doctor was there. Why would the doctor lie? Right. Well, I know a lot of reasons why the doctor would lie. So, anyway, uh, thank God there was an autopsy ordered, not by the DA, but by the state police, because um, the state police showed up at the scene. And the, the district attorney wow. would not have requested an autopsy because he believed the doctor. But the state, thank God the state Are police you kidding called me? the medical... Oh, correct. Wow. It all would have been washed, washed away. The state police relates to the Boston Medical Examiner. 
Now, there's two people that can request an autopsy when there's a death, the DA and the, or the Boston medical examiner. Now, if one wants it and the other doesn't, it gets done. You know what I mean? So if the DA wanted an autopsy and the medical examiner didn't, the DA would say, well, I want one, and he would have to do it. Well, it was the other way around. The DA said, I don't want one, we don't need one. And the medical examiner said, I want one. Wow. Because here she is, 22 years old. She walked into this office without a cold, and she left dead. She left cold. She right. left on a cold stretcher, you know? Mm. So thank God um, the, the medical examiner requested the autopsy, and it took months. He said it was the hardest autopsy he ever did because most of them are gunshot wounds or knife wounds, but this all had to do with toxicology and, uh, you know, getting results. And right. It was the most difficult autopsy you ever did, but he came to the same conclusion that I came to, that this doctor, it was this doctor's fault that Laura died because of this, you know, it was because of the drugs and what the drugs did to him because he didn't, you know, we had doctors, anesthesiologists, testimonies that she should have been under oxygen. I mean, you know, the lawyer really did a good job. So anyway, the DA... When the DA got the results of the autopsy, he stole things my way, and he was, Laura died in September of 07. By February of 08, I was able to get the clinic shut down through the medical board case. I'll oh, get thank back God. To that later. But in July of 08 is when the uh, district attorney indicted him for manslaughter. And um, the abortion clinic, thank God, was already shut down. He had no, he was not going to kill any more babies right. as of February. And that alone to me was a victory, a great victory that, you know, that no more babies could be killed by him. And there was no more abortion clinics on Cape Cod. But then it took three years, Catherine. It took three long years. And he finally took a plea. He pled guilty. And he got sent. He got he got a sentence of six months with three months to be served. And he went to a bed and breakfast in Martha's Vineyard. That's what it looks like. It has a white picket fence, three-foot-high white picket fence, no barbed wire, no... No mesh. It's where they send the wealthy people to commit crimes. So he basically got a paid vacation for three months on Martha's Vineyard. Oh my gosh! And uh, I was so I was so disgusted, you know, with the legal system. I met with the judge, and I told the judge he wanted to know what we were expecting for mm-hmm. sentencing. And I said, you know, judge, I said, um, Michael Vick got two years for killing dogs. I hope Laura's life was worth more than the dog. I said a North Adams County man just got two years for killing four rabbits. I hope Laura's life was worth more than the rabbit. Well, apparently it wasn't. You know, now this man, you know, we had a lot of people on my side. This man had nobody sitting there. This man got so much respect by the court, meaning the judge. Mm. You know, he, uh, this man, his wife wasn't with him. He had no friends with him. He had no, um, you know, fellow workers with him. Nobody supported that man. He was alone, and so he should have been because he was despicable. But the judge took up the measure of the man, he said, and, you know, and his lawyer was telling me all the accomplishments he's done in his life, which made me gag, and most of them had to do with killing babies. Right. You know, creating new apparatuses and new procedures, you know. Mm-hmm. At first, they wanted to give him two years on uh, home detention, with yeah. a bra- you know, with a bracelet. Yep. And they came back and asked me, now, I didn't control what kind of, but they certainly wanted to make me happy if they could, and they wanted to know my opinion at, at best, but I was not dictating sentences, you know? Right, right, right. If I could, I would have, but, but they did come in and ask me if I would approve for two, two years on a bracelet, and I said, you know what? I will prove that if they give me the same punishment. This man lives in the highest real estate district, surrounded on three waters. He lives on a point, 
He's surrounded on three sides of his house by water. I said, I don't call that punishment. I call that vacation. If he yeah. gives me the same punishment, I'll agree to it. For And they said, oh, he doesn't live on the water. I said, you got his home address. Print out the map and take it to the judge. You know, so they did. And lo and behold, there he was, surrounded on water by three sides. And that was off the table. Wow. So, uh, you know, but, you know, so he got to be near the water anyway. You know, he was a Martha's Vineyard. And uh, right. I'm sure he had a good time, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and the parole board, when he went before the parole board, he, they said he was the most unrepentant man they've ever seen in all their eight years. These people have been on the board eight years, and they have never seen someone so unrepentant and um, nonchalant about what he did. And and yet, they still, they still, uh, you know, he got out after three months. They didn't want, they didn't, parole board didn't want him out, but the judge let him out. You know, I don't know what happened. I don't know what shenanigans went on. I don't know. But mm-hmm. this man surely did not get what he deserved. Not at all. Yeah. So I just think that's so special that that God didn't let the devil win with Laura. The devil murdered Laura. That's right. And your grandchild. But, that's right. But God didn't let let him win. He, he tenfold no. made blessings come out of it. And, and you've been traveling across the country trying to spread word about her death. And about the pro-life movement, and I'm sure there's so many yes. women that have saved their babies because of you and because of Laura's death. Yes, I get lo- I get lots of feedback and response about women that have changed their minds because they heard Laura's story. And That's my heart and passion is to activate the Church of Jesus Christ right. through help and, and abortion in our lifetime. And right now is the 40 Days for Life. I think it started, I don't know, I guess early October. It ends November 10th. Yeah, so right now um, is a time for lots of prayers for the unborn. And there's someone out yeah. in front of the clinic every day in Attleboro. It's called Four Women. And they go out and they pray. Yeah. They pray for the mothers and the families and the babies. And it's just, uh, I'm calling on anyone listening if they want to join in Attleboro to go pray. Prayers are powerful. Or even if you're at home, prayers for the unborn are powerful. Yes, yes, um, amen. That's a way to be proactive, amen. too. Yeah, well, thank you so much for coming on. I'm thank really you glad so much. I got to talk to Laura's mom okay, today. God All right, bless. and bye. Glad that you got to hear it too. Hopefully, you have something to take away from hearing her story, and perhaps maybe it opens your eyes to the consequences of sin. What happens when we don't follow God's will? God doesn't make all these rules, all these commandments for us just to be miserable. He makes them for us and lets us know that if we follow his commands, we're going to be happy. Just like in Deuteronomy 30, chapter 19, he said, I set before you life and death, a blessing and a curse. So choose life so you can live. He's not forcing his will upon us. We have the free will. It's just like in the garden when God said, metaphorically speaking, do not, do not eat the apple from that tree. And the serpent tricked Eve. He said, go on, eat the apple. God, God just is holding back from you. He wants you to be unhappy. He's, he's trying to hide something from you. You won't really die. You're just going to be more like him. So through Eve's sin, she brought upon death to all humanity. God originally created us to be in communion with him and to be in this place of joy and peace and happiness 
And because of humanity's sin and fallen nature, we are outside of that garden. But in Genesis 3.15, God said, I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers, which is Jesus. They will strike at your head while you strike at their heel. Which is really translated to Mary, the Virgin Mary, is going to crush the head of the snake, which is the devil. So I'm going to recap a little bit. Eve's sin kicked Adam and Eve out of the garden, out of communion with God. Then there was a new Eve, which was the Virgin Mary, who was born without that sin, that original sin, without the curse of Adam and Eve. She was born connected and in communion with God in her pureness and holiness, and therefore the greatest mother and womb to hold the Christ child, Jesus, the Messiah of the world. And through her yes to God and accepting the unborn child in her womb, she connected humanity back to God. Because when Jesus died, his blood was spilt to cover our sins. And when we receive his blood as our reparation for our sins and say, yes, Jesus is our Savior and our Messiah, then it connects us back to God and that garden. We go back into the garden, back into the place where God destined us to be. And that's life. That's being alive and living forever in eternal life with God in heaven versus sin, death, separation. We have to remember that sin separates us from God. Every time we sin, we do exactly what Eve did when she separated humanity from God. So it is important that we go to the sacrament of confession because it is a gift from Jesus to his church. It is a channel for the Holy Spirit to flow and to heal us of all the wounds that were created from our sins. We need to hear, you are forgiven. Go in peace. Your slate is wiped clean. You are now back in union with the Lord. Go and sin no more. So it is really up to us whether or not we choose life or death, whether or not we receive Jesus Christ as our Savior. And we can thank Mary because she said yes to God. She said, I am the handmaiden of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to thy word. Thy will be done. It is important to note that Satanists, and the father of Satanism, Aleister Crowley, can be quoted as saying, Do what thou wilt. That is their religion. They are their God. Do what thou wilt versus Mary's thy will be done. It is trusting in God's plan for our lives versus we are God and we know what we want for our lives and we will pursue that. It's basically... Humility versus pride. And are we humble enough to say, you know what, God, you're in charge. I've made decisions in my life and they don't work. Because on a human level, we naturally choose pleasure and avoid pain. That's called hedonism. And it really doesn't work out well in the end. You might get some instant gratification, but we all know how that ends. You end up miserable, but that's okay because 
God is still there to say, you know what? I'm still here waiting for you to come back to me and to listen to me. Listen to what I have for you. I have plans for you. Plans to make you prosper and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in a future. And that was Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. So in conclusion, I just wanted to say that we have a reason to hope. And we have a role model. Our mother Mary, who said yes to God when she said yes to the Lord about receiving Jesus in her womb. And we can use her as a role model in every decision we make in our lives. Yes, God. I will follow your will even though it hurts. Even though I'm afraid. And it is only through grace and prayers that we can get the strength to go against our human nature. So in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of Mercy, at this most critical time we entrust the United States of America to your loving care. Most Holy Mother, we beg you to reclaim this land for the glory of your Son. Overwhelmed with the burden of the sins of our nation, we cry to you from the depths of our hearts and seek refuge in your motherly protection. Look down with mercy upon us and touch the hearts of our people. Open our minds to the great worth of human life and to the responsibilities that accompany human freedom. Free us from the falsehoods that lead to the evil of abortion and threaten the sanctity of family life. Grant our country the wisdom to proclaim that God's law is the foundation on which this nation was founded and that He alone is the true source of our cherished rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. O merciful Mother, give us the courage to reject the culture of death and the strength to build a new culture of life. Amen. So, it is really important to recognize the power in prayer. Right now, there's the 40 Days for Life going on, where across the country people are uniting in front of abortion clinics and praying peacefully for the end of abortion. In testimony to their prayers, the last stats I've seen is that they've saved almost 12,000 babies. They've converted 133 abortion workers and 75 clinics have been closed. If you'd like to get involved at a local clinic in Attleboro, the vigil hours are from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And for more information, go to 40daysforlife.com forward slash Attleboro. And now we're actually going to hear a report from our reporter out in Angel Park praying across from the abortion clinic in Attleboro. Good morning, listeners of A Mother's Yes. I'm Sister Maximilian Therese reporting for Radio Cormaria from across the street from the abortion clinic, Four Women Incorporated, in Attleboro, Massachusetts. On this Saturday morning of October 22nd, there have been about 25 individuals entering this uh, facility this morning, about you know five or six couples. Um, the thing that struck me most in my mind is the confusion in this area, um, particularly where we're located. People don't seem to know um, where they're going, and at times it seems like they're hesitating. They're not sure whether they want to go or not to the facility, and certainly gives us an opportunity to um, pray for them, but it makes you think of the spiritual confusion that is going on here. We humbly ask prayer for um, all the people involved in abortion, especially the husbands who look like they're dropping off their wives here, and um, the people who are, you know, 
seeking an abortion because of uncertainty about their lives. We pray that they may have more, more trust in God's providence. Um, we've had 11 people praying the rosary continually here since um, 7 this morning and uh, several um, people holding signs. So it's been a very active morning and we encourage our listeners to come and join us here um, at Angel Park across the street from the Four Women Incorporated um, on Emory Street in Attleboro. Thank you. This has been Sister Maximilian Therese reporting for A Mother's Yes. Ave Maria. Let us finish today's show with the Holy Rosary, keeping in mind those who have come to Four Women's Services and need our prayers. This rosary is led by Charlene Harrison, and it was recorded earlier from the same Angel Park. I'm Charlene Harrison, leading the rosary outside the abortion facility, Four Women Incorporated. Let us all renew our efforts here this morning in not only committing ourselves to do whatever we can to help end abortion, but also to devote our very lives in helping to promote the practice of the virtues of chastity, purity, and modesty. We ask God to strengthen our faith, to better recognize our complete dependence on His graces, and we especially beg the aid of our dearest Mother Mary, Mother of our Redeemer, to obtain for us the grace to pray well here this morning. May Mother Mary help us this day to be more generous in our prayers and penances on behalf of all the moms and dads coming to this facility to end the lives of their unborn children. Let us now ask St. Joseph to be mindful of all of us here, those seeking abortions and those seeking their conversions. We now begin the Most Holy Rosary of the Blessed Virgin Mary. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day He rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. For the intentions of our Holy Father, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. For an increase in the virtues of faith, hope, and charity. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The first joyful mystery 
is the Annunciation. The fruit of the mystery is humility. May Mary's openness to new life be an inspiration to all expectant mothers to accept the new life God has lovingly placed within them. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those who are most need of thy mercy. The second joyful mystery is the visitation. The fruit of the mystery is love of neighbor. In the encounter of Mary and Elizabeth, both women gave bold witness to the sanctity of life within the womb. Mary at the very beginning of her pregnancy, and Elizabeth at a much later stage in her pregnancy. We pray that all expectant moms realize that life is precious at all stages of development. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy, Holy Mary, Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those who are most need of thy mercy. The third joyful mystery is the birth of our Lord. The fruit of the mystery is poverty. Mary and Joseph opened their hearts and home to the unborn Christ child. We pray for all hearts in the world to imitate their loving reception of the unborn child. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give, Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. 
Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy, Holy Mary, Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven especially those who are most need of thy mercy. The fourth joyful mystery is the presentation of the child Jesus in the temple. The fruit of the mystery is obedience. When St. Simeon gazed upon the child Jesus in his mother's arms, he recognized the Savior of the world. Through the intercession of St. Simeon, we pray that every expectant mother recognize and reverence the sacred life in her womb. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those who are most need of thy mercy. The fifth joyful mystery is the finding of the child Jesus in the temple. The fruit of the mystery is joy in finding Jesus. In this decade, let us pray that the Holy Family will impress upon the hearts of all people that true joy, peace, and freedom are realized only when we remain close to Jesus and His commandments. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. 
Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Oh, glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven especially those who most need of thy mercy. Hail, Holy Queen, Mother of mercy, our life, our sweetness, and our hope. To thee do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. To thee do we send up our sighs, mourning and weeping in this valley of tears. Turn then, most gracious Advocate, thine eyes of mercy toward us. And after this our exile, show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary, pray for us, O Holy Mother of God, that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. Thank you for listening to A Mother's Yes, a pro-life show with a message of hope. Tune in next week at 9 a.m. every Saturday morning on Radio Cormorie. Listening, and pretty soon you'll start to figure out your part.